Hey everybody, John Finn here, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. We're a house church network. We meet in homes, we rotate who leads, we rotate who hosts on a weekly basis. That way everybody gets to, used to hosting and leading, sharing what's on their heart. It's not sermon-oriented at all. It's just sharing what's on your heart, discussion-oriented. Oftentimes there's food, and we take care of one another. And uh, we're a worldwide network of, of like-minded people. It's all about the discipleship process. If you go to our website, cwowi.org, you can sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a weekly teaching coming out Friday by email, and uh, and also my e-newsletters uh, monthly. And those are where we put uh, news of our Zoom web meetings, our conferences, uh, you know, retreats, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, sign up there. There's also lots of teaching. There's videos about house church, lots of things of that nature. But we're all about the discipleship process. So today, talking about when things catch you by surprise. You know, it's it's not an exaggeration to say that many of us who are watching this at this time have lost friends and family uh, to COVID and other things. It seems like a lot of people, even as I write this, are going through things. And that's extremely difficult. And And the, the gospel that has been preached in the West from uh, parts of Africa to Europe to the U.S., North America, has been focused in large part on uh, in the past. Now, I'm not saying this for everybody, but there's been a big segment of what can God do to me? Also, kind of like making God our servant versus us serving God. And one of the things that the Lord has, has shared with me, and this is, you know, he who has ears to hear, is that uh, this goes back a couple of three years during a visitation, and that the times are upon us in which uh, our hearts will be revealed for what's in them, that there is a purifying action going on in the body of Christ. And that isn't a, a happy message to share because, you know, people want to continue along the prosperity or the prophetic or whatever particular stream of the faith they're in. Um, you know, wrapped up in whatever the is going in to, going on today, but the but the reality of what's going on behind the scenes in people's hearts who are not just believers but disciples and wanting to move from being a believer only to a disciple to one who learns and and lives uh, the ways of the Lord. What's going on is a purifying process. When times get difficult, and and historically it has always been politically and economically. If you look at the Roman Empire, you look at political and economic issues. If you, if you, it doesn't matter if you look at USSR, Nazi Germany, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the great revivals, the great awakenings in the United States back in the colony days and, and things of that nature, the Welsh revival in, uh, in Wales. You look at just different places around the world in Western Europe and everything, different quote unquote revivals that have gone on. There have been oftentimes political and economic pressures at work. And the Lord is a champion, a master at using these things to, to cause a person to examine their heart and to, to become more Christ-like. And, and what is that direction? Where is he going <clears throat> with that? Well, when things catch us by surprise, we have the opportunity to either fold under that pressure or ask ourselves, what would the Lord have me do? How should I react to this? You know, the end of Matthew chapter 11, Jesus says, all you who are, are burdened and heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. Come and learn of me. I will give you rest for I'm meek and lowly of heart 
and and he says, learn of me. He's meek and lowly of heart. Meek means teachability, uh, and lowly of heart, meaning exactly that, humility. And humility comes through a revelation from the Lord. It comes from from walking with the Lord. It, it, when when you you see God and and whether literally or or just you see Him in a situation or a circumstance, and you realize that He is much larger than you are. Um, there's a humility, there's a humbleness that happens when you realize He's at work. And so these days that we're talking about of being purified, look for that. Look for that development of Christ-like character in you. And it's not fun, but I'm telling you, the days are coming ahead of political and economic difficulty in the body of Christ, and that's where you need each other. That's where we are purified. And, you know, I'm reminded, when things catch me by surprise, I'm reminded of Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, and it says that everything that pertains to life and godliness has been provided through the knowledge of him who called us to glory and virtue. All things that pertain to life and godliness, Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. And you read through there in 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way through verse 8. And he's talking about character building. He's talking about becoming more Christ-like. And But the, the point is that he says everything that pertains to life and godliness has been provided already. And when something catches me by surprise, one of the first things I do, if not the first thing, is I turn my heart to the Father and I say, okay, where is your provision? This has caught me by surprise. Where is your provision? Now, that provision doesn't always mean, uh, you know, the, the, the outcome will be what we want. But there will be a provision there according to what he wants. You see, that verse goes on to say in, in uh, verse 5, it says, actually, it goes on and says, Whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we can, can become partakers of the divine nature. See, we look at the promises given, and we see answered prayer, and we see deliverance, and we see uh, wholeness and provision and, and healing and prosperity, all the different things uh, in there. But he says, these promises are given so that we might become partakers of the divine nature. From the Lord's perspective, a promise is given, and if a promise is given to you, it's not just your answered prayer, but it's that you might become a partaker of the divine nature. In other words, that promise is given. It's going to work on you. The Lord's idea is that that promise will work something in you that is godly, lowly, meekly, and, and integrity. What Peter goes on to say is to add diligently to your faith moral excellence. That is virtue, moral excellence, and knowledge, and then consistency, and self-control, and godliness, then agape love. And he says, goes on to say in verses uh, 8, and, and on through there, he says, if these things are in you and abounding, they will make you so that you're neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. If these things are in you and abounding, what's supposed to be in us? Love, uh, a brotherly love, godliness, self-control, moral excellence, patience, all these different things. And then the fruit of the Spirit, of course, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, patience, meekness, kindness, all these things. When the pressure comes on, these are the things that the Lord is trying to work in us. And it's a purifying thing. It's, 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 it, it happens when we hold our tongue, uh, instead of retaliating. It happens when, when circumstances happen that, that we aren't happy with. And yet we see his provision through it, but it's not the provision we would have chosen. But, but we go with that because that's his provision. It's different ways like that that we, that we say, we recognize that we are his servants. He's not our servant. And for many, in the West, when I'm telling you that political and economic pressures are coming, 
uh, for many people who have held to a gospel that does not reflect the meekness and humility of the Lord Jesus, but, but, but more of, uh, like I said at the beginning, you know, God serving us instead of us serving God. For people who have served in that type of gospel, that type of stream, or the stream where they make God the adversary, like if we just do thus and so, maybe he will send revival and straighten it all out. Uh, you know, try to manipulate him or coerce him or appease him in some way. Um, that group of people, especially, uh, is going to be hurt or have to make the transition or be hurt. Uh, to, to realize that, he, that we are his servants. We are his disciples. Uh, it's not the other way around. So anyway, just a, a word there of what's real. When something takes you by surprise, ask yourself, how can I demonstrate more of Christ-like character? Because that's exceeding and great precious promises are given to us so that we can become partakers of the divine nature. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has been provided. If you're tempted and tested and tried, everything that pertains to godliness has already been provided for you. There is a way of escape. There is a way to develop Christ-like uh, character in that. Everything that pertains to godliness has been provided. It's a matter of finding his provision in that. So anyway, just some thoughts here this morning and just what's really on my heart, the seriousness that's there in the Spirit of God about the body of Christ becoming real, about developing those friendships, those relationships uh, to people who are on the same spiritual page who are important to you, and and separating yourself from formula, from religious uh, appearance, and just operate from the heart in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, patience, meekness, kindness, uh, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, godliness, brotherly love, and agape love. If these things are abound us, are abounding in us, they will make us so that we're not barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. It's all about knowing Him. All right, God bless.